And just like that, welcome to Saint Space. Hello, my name is Annalise Saint and I am the host of this podcast. And that is like crazy to say that we are here. We are finally doing it. I have wanted to do this podcast for so long. I've had so many ideas, but just didn't feel like I was ready. But you know what? We're fucking ready now and we are doing it. And I cannot wait to bring these guys on this journey to show you the real me that I definitely hide within myself, not just to the general public, but I hide because I've been too scared to show that I do have weaknesses. But every human has weaknesses. We're not as strong as we lead on and that is okay. So welcome to Saint Space. Let's get into it. I'm going to tell you all about me, introduce you to me, and we're going to let you guys know what to expect in future episodes. So I think the best thing to do is introducing myself to you guys first. If you don't know me, some of you might know me from other social media platforms like Instagram and TikTok and whatever else that I may be on. I probably am on many things that I don't even know that I am on, to be completely honest. But my name is Annalise Taylor Saint. I am 20 years old. I am born in February. So that makes me a Pisces. I don't really know too much about being a Pisces. I know all about all the other zodiac signs, but Pisces, like, which is my sign, I don't fucking know about. But maybe that will be an episode where we can talk all about, I guess, whatever you'd call that. We're just going to call it zodiac shit. But anyway, I live in Adelaide, South Australia. And that's where I was born. And when I was a little young version of myself, I moved up to Queensland, Townsville with my mum. And I don't really remember moving up there too much because I was just a little baby. But we lived up there. My mum met a guy and had two beautiful kids who became my little brothers. And I love them. And could not have asked for two better siblings. Anyway, we were up there. I went to public school, uh, public primary school, which I enjoyed, but I went to quite a few of them because I was a pretty naughty kid, pretty naughty teenager, and pretty shit adult. But anyway, I went there, went into high school. I absolutely loved my first high school. So I went to high school with a couple of people from the primary school. So I had some friends that I had already known from primary school. Anyway, we pretty much just transitioned in. We had a transition day and I we got to see the school, everything like that. Anyway, my first, I think by my second week, we had like lessons at the pool. Um, so it was all like, I guess like just I can't even remember like what type of lessons they were meant for. I think they were like for our PE or health or whatever you want to call it. But anyway, I saw a guy there and thought he was pretty cute. He obviously saw some fucking thing in me and we became official. I went up to him and asked him out and he was standing on a pole and asked him to be my boyfriend and voila, there was my first love. So yeah. Anyway, I was dating him for a while and I still talk to him to this day and have a lot of love and respect for him. And I think I always will because I'm now in my twenties 
and he has been there since my teens. So that's showing that he's a real one. He's been there from me moving interstate, us having different relationships, all those things. He's still stuck around. So it definitely shows that he is a real one in my life. But yeah, my mom had had two boys and we she had split up with her partner or her husband, we should say. So they are now divorced. And we moved down to Adelaide where we had a little bit more support. I really didn't want to go. I It's not that I didn't want to go. I just didn't know what to expect. I was so used to the lifestyle that we lived. That's kind of all I knew. And in a very short time, I had to leave friends. I had to leave a partner. Um, and I know what people are probably thinking, but you were in high school. That's You're in your early teens you're always going to find other boys. There was something different about this boy. Anyway, we left and we moved down to Adelaide, which is where I am now. And we, all I knew was my mum's friends who were like our family and my nan and pop. I wasn't really close. I've never really been close with my dad. We've always had a really troubled relationship and that's probably where I get all my daddy issues from. So shout out to all the shit dads out there that gave us all those daddy issues because I put my hand up. I'm probably one of those kids that's hasn't always had the best relationship with my father, but it could be worse. Anyway, we moved down here. I went to a different high school and this high school I didn't really enjoy. I This is when I started kind of acting out. I was hiding things from my mom. I was stealing my mom's credit card and booking a plane ticket for me to go to Sunshine Coast to run away from home and spending heaps of my mom's money that she probably didn't really have to spend. Um, And I was wasting it because I just didn't, didn't know what I was doing with my life. I don't really have a reasoning on why I did some of the stupid shit I did. I just was acting out. I guess I wanted attention and I felt like nobody really loved me because I struggled with relationships with friends and family. And you know what? I still do. I still struggle with connecting with some of my family members, but I think that's just how it is. You Just because someone's blood related to you doesn't mean that they're going to always be there. And I think I've finally got that into my head now after 20 years of that. But Anyway, I definitely matured up. I definitely grew up uh, looking at me now. Somebody had told me that time now that I was going to know what a healthy family was, that I was going to be genuinely half happy. I was going to be doing social media and having a fucking podcast for fuck's sake. Uh, All this shit, I would have literally kicked them in the face and told them that they were fucking delusional because to me I didn't think that I'd make a past 16. I genuinely have had trigger warning to everyone. I have had thoughts. I have tried to commit. I have struggled for such a long time in my own skin and that's the shitty side of social media is that we all compare ourselves we see a pretty girl or a pretty guy or 
We see some type of thing on social media and we go, why don't we look like that? Why don't we act like that? I want to be that. I want to look like that. Why do I have fat hair and she's so skinny? And why do I have a double chin and she has such a great jawline? And I did that for so fucking long, man. I just sat there and hated my body, hated me. Social media had made me have so many insecurities that I didn't even think were fucking possible. I was insecure with my own eyelashes, with my own hairline, with my own, the littlest things, how my fingers looked, how my toes looked. To a normal person or to any person, somebody would sit there and go, are you okay? They are not the general insecurities. But you explain to me what general insecurities are. They're not. There's nothing general about hating yourself. That shouldn't be a fucking thing. And there's the air diffuser. You'll probably hear that throughout these episodes in Crazy Cats. But anyway, here I am now at 20 years old and I am a fur mom to four babies, um, four little cats that have helped me through the absolute shittest time of my life. My mom finally blessed me with a little sister. So now I have two brothers and a little sister and... The best thing is coming from not having a good relationship with my dad and my brothers having to go through this similar type of thing. They have a stepdad that absolutely fucking adores them. Um, So seeing that they are genuinely happy and they're living their life, they have this amazing family bond. Um, And I'm talking like I'm not in it. I am in it, guys. I just obviously don't live with my family. I I live with my pop. but yeah, it's good to see that they're, they're getting the childhood and the love and everything that they truly deserve. And I think my mum's finally getting the love that she deserves. So I, when I was younger, in my late teens, I hopped on social media and I met a guy, we're going to call him Justina, I guess, fitting name for him. And he introduced me to two, well, he introduced me to a couple fuckwits, but we're going to talk about the two main ones. They're still fuckwits, don't get me wrong. Anyway, one was a girl that he was dating and her name was Talia. And she would actually fucking kill me if she wasn't in a little segment piece on this podcast. So she she's here. I know she's going to be listening. So this is your little piece. But I, I have a love-hate relationship with Justina because, one, thank you for giving me the ultimate best friend and giving me a friendship relationship that I know will never die. But, two... Why the fuck did you leave me with her all on my own? That's a full-time fucking job that I wasn't I wasn't ready for. <laughs> I was not ready for this big commitment. I didn't sign no fucking contract. There's no re- refund or return policy. So like, what the fuck am I doing? But she helped me through the absolute shittest time of my life and she saw shit she shouldn't have had to see. She witnessed things, heard things. And you know what? She was the only person besides my family that stood by me when in real life friendships, they didn't even stand by me. So that proves 
that she is worthy of all the fucking headaches and migraines that she may cause me on a daily basis. But I have a lot of love for her and I know that she's watching this because she supports every little fucking thing I do. Even if it is me stepping out of my bed every morning, it's like a round of the fucking claws. She's not dead one more day. Yay. Um, But she definitely helps me through those things and has a really good relationship with my family and I do with her. So it works out well. And then the other person that he introduced me to was my ex. We're going to call him M. And I was with him for three years. We are no longer together. It wasn't the best of best relationships. Obviously, we had the good times, but there was a majority of bad times. There was um, things in it that I'm not going to talk about on this episode, but there will be a complete different episode on that. But If that's what you're here for, I know that a lot of people saw my really messy, full-on breakup. It was all over social media. It all happened on a live stream on TikTok. And people just followed me that day and kind of just stuck around. So if you did, thank you. I appreciate every little bit of support that I got. It definitely helped through that process. But towards the end, I... I definitely fell out of love um, because I was hurting. I went through a lot and even though I don't like to play victim and I don't like to talk about all the stuff, but there was a lot of abuse in that um, relationship. But I'm not going to do that in this episode because I'm trying to keep this uptight and bubbly and stuff like that. But Anyway, he was the first guy that I moved out of home with. He was the first guy that I ever brought home to live with me. Uh, But the good thing is that we got three cats out of it. So, yes, I do have four cats, but we only got three when we were together. So, first we were blessed with a black and white Coco. So, Coco is the eldest and was the first cat that we got together. And he actually got me her for my birthday. So she was a little, little two and a half week old kitten when we got her. We still had to stimulate her to go to the toilet. We had to bottle feed her. We tried to get that motherfucker to sleep. Um, But no catnip, no nothing would help this kitten sleep. It was literally like having a newborn. I know that having a newborn is probably a lot harder than having a fucking kitten. But this cat you would literally put it down and she'd close her eyes and then it'd be meow, meow, and making all these noise. I'm like, dude, just go to fucking sleep. Just go to sleep. Um, but she is here and she's been every step of the way with me and has helped me through my emotional breakdowns, my anxiety attacks, my absolutely everything. Um, even though she likes to push me to my absolute limits on how much of a cunt she can be in one day. But she is like literally like my daughter. And that's why I always say that I have four babies. I'm literally a fur mum and nobody can tell me they're not actual humans. I still have to pay for their bills. I still have to pay for their water, their food, their everything. So technically just because they didn't come out my fucking vagina, they are still mine. And I, they're microchipped to my name. So at the end of the day, they have a birth certificate and it's technically me on it. Um, if you look at who pays their bills, it's me, bitch. Anyway, uh, a couple of months, or actually close to about two years into the relationship, we then got Kingston 
Um, so we got him about, I would say, four or five months after we got Coco. Um, and he is our little ragdoll course tabby. So he is like a mix of like beige, cream and grey colours. Um, and yes, we did go like a whole Kardashian style, went with all Ks. But to me, it looks cute. It fits. It's cool. I love it. Um, and we called him Kingston. We kind of just knew by looking at him, he was straight up Kingston. Uh, and Kingston was actually going to be like our son's name if we ever had babies. Thank God we didn't because my mental stability would not be able to handle a fucking child. So anyway, um, we got Kingston. Kingston's had a few health issues along the way since the moment we got him. He had issues with his legs, um, cancer and multiple other um, health issues but you know what we've gotten through it and every cent that we have had to pay for him he's still kicking it he's still living loving life and I I'm glad at the end of the day I I would always forever will say this that I will go without so they can have it I will spend my last absolute cent on them to me, they are my priority. They are my first for everything. I literally, if my cat is sick or my cat wants cuddles, I will cancel my social plans to stay at home with my fucking cats. So that is showing that I adore them. Anyway, a couple of, about a year or so later, um, this was when we, this was three days before me and my ex actually broke up. We got Kalani. So Kalani is our all black crazy puma looking cat um she literally acts like a pie like a puma I call her a piger because she literally acts like a puma mixed with a tiger she is absolutely crazy I don't if I could have her energy and go to work I'd love it because she bounces off walls like a fucking cricket that is on MDMA cocaine like absolutely everything she is just crazy and I whatever she takes without me knowing I need it um but I love all my cats I love them all equally I don't have a favorite but Kalani definitely helped me through a period of time that I needed help getting through um she helped me I guess because we both needed to help each other sorry I keep bumping my mic because it keeps like slanting and it's annoying me so when I went through Obviously, my breakup, I was with this person for just over three years. It was getting close to four years with this person. So I did not know what to do with myself, how to be on my own and be alone. I'd been with this person since I was like 16, 17. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing or what my purpose was. Um, But Kalani definitely gave me that purpose. She showed me what I needed to do and I had to help them obviously I had to get up and feed them and give them water and do all their flea treatment and their wormings and vet appointments and desexing and vaccinations and microchipping all these things um but Kalani because she was so little and I had to do so much for her it definitely helped me where it gave me yet another purpose I had the two other cats which gave me purpose but then now I had a third I, Kalani got older and I realized that she needed a little friend. She, the other two cats were too old. They just wanted to eat, sleep, shit. That is all they wanted to do. 
this crazy little black cat would come up to them and hit them in the face and want to play and jump around and they're like, fuck off, like leave us alone. So I went on to Gumtree and I think like Gumtree, when you Google something, it just will keep showing you it. I'm not too sure. But anyway, I kept seeing this little ad for this little ginger cat and this cat was so cute. I was like, oh my gosh, you'd fit so well in. We have like a gray, we have a black and white, we have an all black, like ginger, you will just fit your, I like having cats that are different colors. Um, so I was like, ginger, like that will just tie in with our little family so well. But I was like, oh, I don't know. Like I'm now running off like a single pay I would normally we'd work together and we'd both pay and work off like two I guess payments but I was now just running off a Centrelink payment so I was like oh I don't know and Talia was like just get it just get it it'll be fine you'll work it out just just get this cat you need this cat this cat will help you and then I was like you know what fuck it if this cat is still there tomorrow I'll get it I kept seeing this ad for this cat for like a week and I spoke to my pop he's like yeah like I reckon you do it as as long as that's what you want to do anyway he was there I messaged the person and she's like yeah nope he's still available he's a bit timid he's been through a bit we drove about 45 minutes and went and picked up this ginger cat my pop and I and I brought him home and he didn't really know how to eat or drink properly he was very like growly like he he thought that was his only meal that he was going to get. He didn't really know how to go to the toilet properly. So he had a lot of training and work that he needed to have done to actually learn and become a part of like our family and know that you're always going to get fed. You're always going to be loved. And he would not cuddle. There was, he would just freak out. Um, And I was like, I just want to fix him. I want to help him. Anyway, I've now had him for, I would say, close to six, seven months, and he is the most cuddliest cat. He doesn't growl anymore. He goes to the toilet. He plays around with all the other cats. He is just amazing, and him and Kalani, if I have my mental breakdowns, which I still do have here and there, but obviously I had so many more when I broke up with my ex because it was recent and it was so fucking painful but those two just watching them be happy and play with each other and they had that purpose gave me that purpose and if I was upset they would come up and they'd lick my tears and they'd wipe my face and they would just sleep on either side of me and that showed me that there's always a good side to life that like if I sat there and I was so unhappy and I now look at it and I go wow eight months later I have lost weight. I got a full-time job, even though I've literally left that this week, but we'll get into that in another episode. Um, I truly found what self-love and confidence and all of that is, and I will always rock that. And now because I found that and I finally understand what that is, I want to show you guys how you can get to that stage. 100% I will never sit here and say I look like a Victoria's Secret model. I know I am still big, but I love myself and that is the main thing. I will also touch base a bit in energy as 
Only a couple of weeks ago when me and my ex broke up, I didn't actually know that I had a piece of Moldavite. And Moldavite is a very, very known strong crystal um, that pretty much helps you if you have any like, oh, what if this or what if that or any like concerns, it pretty much opens and closes doors. I had gotten crystals from a crystal place down here in Adelaide with my ex and I didn't realize that she had given us a free crystal in this little like one of those little mesh colored bags that you'd like have a little tie and you'd pull it and it'd get tighter. Anyway, I didn't know that it was Moldavite until afterwards and I went back and I got a couple of crystals after my ex left because I had a friend that said like, oh, like go and get some healing crystals and stuff. So I did. Anyway, I went back and I said, oh, like this came in the little free thing. Like, what is it? She goes, oh, well, that's Moldavite. That's a, she told me like what it does and how powerful it is. And she's like, oh yeah, like it will pretty much open and close doors. And I said, oh, that's funny. Cause me and my ex just broke up and she's like, oh, well, there you go. And that to me, I didn't really understand Moldavite. Um, until a couple of weeks ago when I was sitting there and I'm like, wow, maybe she was right. Maybe Moldavite was that source of energy that closed that door for me because it realized that that was what was in my best interest at that time was I wasn't happy. It wasn't a healthy relationship and it's time to move on and find yourself and genuinely be comfortable and happy in your own skin. There is Coco making noise behind me. Um, but yeah, now I have a very strong love and passion for crystals and try to learn about them all the time because to me, even though people might sit there and go, oh, they're just pretty little rocks, uh, to me, I think different. And everyone is allowed to have their own beliefs and values and everything like that. I will never judge. This is not a, this is an absolute no judging zone. But for me, I think that it helped me move forward in my life. I have had so many crystals that I have gotten off companies now and I genuinely think that they have helped me to become where I am now and I know that a lot of that is also me working my fucking ass off to get where I am but I think that crystals do have an impact in that if you believe in them and you read into them and gain that knowledge and I guess acceptance of them but That's a little background of me. You'll get to know me a lot more throughout each of the episodes. But if you are still listening, I just want to say hi and thank you again. I can't believe that this is a thing. We have a fucking podcast, baby. Like, we have a fucking podcast. I think we need a round of a fucking clause for that, please. But anyway, I hope that you have a fantastic week that is ahead and I will see you guys in exactly one week's time. And yeah, again, thank you so much for all the support and love and I can't wait to get into the juicy, extremely exciting, full-on episodes that we have that are upcoming. But thank you so much for every single person that has made this a reality and is supporting this. I cannot wait to see what this journey has to hold. And I can't wait to see how many people hop on this podcast journey bandwagon because I am here and ready for it. But have a great week. Stay strong. Remember that you are worth so much more than you even possibly think that you are. 
I love you. You are loved by so many people in this world and I am one of them. You may think that just because I don't know you doesn't mean that I don't love you. Stay strong, work on you, work on loving yourself and we'll touch base in next week's episode. Bye everyone.